under the ivy-covered trees, across the illuminated path. Beyond the Yard of Bone lies the sanctum of cinema, games, and geek culture. And if one rules naturally, with truth and without fear, they may enter the Order of the Midnight Ruler. The die is cast. Welcome, fellow travelers, to the Gaia Sanctorum. This is the Order of the Midnight Roller podcast. We are your guides, Jameson and Scully. And today we will be discussing our favorite RPG systems. But first, a word from our sponsor. Toilet paper. You like it. I like it. Toilet paper. Why? Because sandpaper hurts. Not a sponsored video. Uh, so yeah, we are in the middle of quarantine season. Quarantine season, is that like beach season? Am I getting my best quarantine body right now? I mean, I'm working on my best quarantine body. I had leftover Chinese food and cinnamon toast crunch for dinner, for dinner so. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to argue with you that might be a great combination. You didn't have them together, right? I didn't have them together. The cinnamon toast crunch <laughs> I was, was... I was hoping it wasn't egg foo yagu topped with gravy and cinnamon toast crunch. I mean... <laughs> Would anybody blame me at this point in the game? <laughs> at this point, it's get what you can. Yeah. If it's egg foo young top with cinnamon toast crunch, go for it. Um. Yeah, so since we're um, pretty much bound at home, um, sometimes against our will, I thought we would talk about our favorite RPG systems. Yeah, I think that's probably a good idea. It's been a bit since we've done one. Yep, but... um. It's probably because we're also jonesing to play. <laughs> we are. Th- this band of not having anybody around is kind of uh, working my nerve. Uh, so uh, should we start with maybe the D20 system? Uh, so basically Dungeons and Dragons. And I mean, here's the thing. There's probably a lot of different other D20 typed games out there. But the most prominent one is most definitely... Um, D&D. Well, Wizards of the Coast are, actually owns the rights right. to the D20 they system. absolutely do. So, I mean, yeah. They're, of course, D&D is going to be the one. Um, I started with 3.5. And, As did I. Um, I guess because it's so prominent and so popular, I believe that that's maybe the one that everybody should start on. I mean, you don't exactly have to. I wouldn't say necessarily start on, but there is, if you're if, getting into RPGs, there's a lot out there for that. Oh man, it's you know it's a little overwhelming too because there's everything. There's Pathfinder. There's Dungeons and Dragons. There is Legends of the Five Rings. There's Call of Cthulhu. There's Vampire the Masquerade. I mean, on and on and on. There's so there's just many. just a role playing game for everything. There's a role playing game for everything, and it all uses different die sets. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think if you want to get the best gist of a role playing game. Doing the D20 system to me just seems like the easiest, easiest one. Because, I mean, like, you can go Call of Cthulhu and spend two hours making your character. Yeah, but I don't really consider um, Call of Cthulhu a D20 no, it's system a because it's more percentile. D10s or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. I mean, I like the percentile. It definitely makes things a little bit harder. But I do think that um, as far as, like, character creation... Uh, D&D 5e is definitely the easiest. Oh, I mean, that, that's my favorite. My favorite part of that system is creating the characters. 
um, creating a good character is just going into, and I, as much as I love the stats, I am definitely more about giving me the backstory of a, of a, a specific character. Um, always have a backstory. Always have a backstory. I'm a backstory whore. I love it. Um, but I've played a lot of the D20 system. So I played D- 3.5 all the way up to 5E. And then in the middle of there, I also did Pathfinder, which is like, you know, three fives cousin from another, you know, another mother. It, it's not bad, but after playing it for so long and then going into three to 5E, I was like, I can understand why they updated it and made it better, a little easier in my eyes. Well, they definitely made it a lot um easier for new players because when i started uh 3.5 it really it, w- it wasn't new player friendly i don't think so either i think that 3.5 was well you know i guess back in the day in the 90s 3 uh, D was not for the uh not as popular as it is now and it was it definitely had more the popular. stigma of if you play D, you're of the ultra nerd which was not you know a good thing back then yeah i remember when being a nerd wasn't a good thing me too i mean i played a lot of D when i was a kid a lot up until i mean i did i play in high school i don't believe i played in i may have i don't remember at this point but I know I stopped at some point, then played again in college, stopped for a few years, and I didn't start picking it back up until I moved out here. Mm. And then I stopped for a little bit, and then I picked it up again, probably after my mom passed. Yeah, I mean, well, we didn't really get back into it until we started the play group. Yeah, probably, what, a year or so before I met you. Yeah, probably. Okay, so yeah. that would have been what six years ago. About six years ago is when I start. We started uh, the game with Lawrence, and that mm-hmm. lasted a year. And then we became friends. And then I was like, "Then you got." I don't even remember how I got you back into playing. Honestly, uh, I think we just started playing board games, and then eventually we were like, like "Hey, we should start a campaign." Like Right, and I think that's how it always goes. Like, let's yeah. start a campaign, and then that, <laughs> then it just becomes a fever dream, and you're like, now I collect minis, and I have a thousand dice, <laughs> and seventeen resource books. <laughs> okay, I can I can feel the shade from over here. Shush. <laughs> you use those as well. I do. And it's crazy how that like happens, where it's like, oh, we're playing board games. And now it's give me everything D&D. Yeah. Everything. I'm not a dice goblin. I'm a guy, dice dragon. Dice dragon, yes. Although it was really funny because I like um, card games. So I played Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic, Pokemon, all of them. Yeah. But I kind of took a break from playing Magic. So That's anyway, I started buying a whole bunch of minis and like sinking a whole bunch of money into it. And then um, a bunch of the guys playing Magic were like, yeah, since you're used to playing Magic, minis are super cheap. Comparative to Magic, it's, you switch from cardboard to plastic. Compared to my uh, several hundred dollar Edgar Markov deck. Yeah, yeah. Which is still low comparative to a lot of people's decks. The mana base isn't perfect, but I'm not uh, right. I upset mean, the, about that. You know, the people who spend thousands of dollars on their decks. Well... Th- 
that that's a topic for another time but um back to um dice um i would say after the d20 system going to possibly an offshoot if you want to get into something even more uh, uh less d20 i would say going to something like your call of cthulhu or even your vampire the masquerade is probably your best bet from there. Well, Vampire the Masquerade is a D10 system, D10 so system. you roll the dice, and where with um, most things in Magic the Gather or not Magic the Gathering, <laughs> most okay. things in um, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, you roll a D20 to see if you can, you know, pull off whatever feat you're trying to yeah. do. With Vampire the Masquerade, you roll um d10s and whether you have to get above a certain number in order to get successes successes right successes and fails instead mm-hmm. of like oh well it's either you know you got a 15 so you did okay but you didn't do great this one is just like it's pass fail yeah it's pass fail it's um so if you're trying to jump across a building and you have to roll five successes. uh five dice you need at least at least the way i do it you need more successes than fails so if you get like three out of the five um you make it you may stumble a little bit Mm. but if you get like one out of five oh that's a fail you're falling if you get no successes or even worse a critical fail which would be um ones then you could actually fall off and die, basically. Die. I mean, you're a vampire. You wouldn't exactly die. Well, but you can die. True death. I mean, you can be smashed on the ground, and then if nobody can scrape you up, Scrape you up, yeah, exactly. If somebody doesn't feel like scraping you up Mm -hmm. off the ground, yeah, probably would die the true death. Or you could always roll... um, a bunch of failures and set the library of alexandria on oh, fire yeah. i you know what i was waiting for somebody on the top level i didn't actually set the library on fire that's yeah. how i avoided that <laughs> we're gonna leave that one alone i i will not let that one go I can unfortunately tell. i can tell that's okay we're gonna blame that on the other vampires I blame on the praetorian i blame it on the praetorian as well but anyway um then after that, I mean, Call of Cthulhu is percentile dying. Yeah, you're still working. I mean, percentiles and D10s because mm-hmm. they work in the same way. So you're using basically the same dice. You're you are, but I like Call of Cthulhu because it is a little bit more. I don't know. You you can have more go wrong. Yes, and it's less action, more searchy. More investigation. It is definitely more investigation, but at the same time, like when you do have those um, encounters, they can yeah. be far more deadly. Oh yeah, if somebody shoots you, you could die. Yeah, that's a thing. Like if you can't dodge it, like mm-hmm. that just happened what two couple Tuesdays ago. Mm-hmm. There was a gunfight, which I'm like, oh, one of us is gonna die. One of us, one of us is gonna get shot, and then that's gonna be the end of that character. I mean, we all made it out. Which I assume our game master, you know, nerfed whatever that NPC was. Yeah. But also, like, I think with kind of talking about just, like, gameplay in general, with Dungeons & Dragons, it has more of a, 
let's you kind of compared to final fantasy yeah so where you can be hit multiple times oh yeah without like really feeling any repercussions like if you have 150 lives somebody hits you mm-hmm. once you're not gonna you're not mm-hmm. gonna die you're not gonna really get hurt i mean i mean it depends on what level and what you're going up against yeah. the cr rating of, a, of a, whatever the encounter is but yeah, it's not as life and death as a lot of other systems out there. Because like with Vampire the Masquerade, you have a couple. You you have a couple. Um, oh, I'm totally blanking what they're called now. Um, you can take um, severe damage and right um, superficial damage, basically. Mm-hmm. And you only have so much. You only have like five or six. And then that's it. And then yeah, you then you actually will die. Right. Um, as were with as we said, Call of Cthulhu. It's if you get shot, that's it. Yeah. If you get shot, you get stabbed, you fall from a building. There's no like dexterity check to see if you can bounce off the side of the wall. Yeah. No, there's none of that. It's if you fall off a building. You break both your legs. It's a compound fracture. The bone sticking out of your leg. You're bleeding out. You're dead. That's just the way it is. More true to life, I guess. Yeah. Which is I I like that too because it's like okay, well you have to be more careful. Yeah. You have to you have else. to treat it a little bit more realistically. In D and D, it's just like well I'm just gonna walk into this room and I might get hit by a trap, but it doesn't mean I'm gonna die. Yeah. There is one more dice system that I've played, though only very um, infrequently. It's the Fate dice system, which is um, uses D6s. What? What? Dresden Files. Dresden Files. I mean, there are other ones, too. That yeah, the, the, whole, the whole I, Fate system, there's a whole slew of them. I think I played what My Hero Academia, I think, has a D6 system as well. Now, is that an actual one, or is that just like an no. uh, like something that someone made up? No, no, I believe that's an actual, okay. that's an actual system or an actual game, like, genre that you can play now. Mm-hmm. And that uses D6, a D6 system. Yeah, because I know with like the Dresden Files ones, they, um, you know, if you roll, I can't remember which one it was. Uh, if you roll like a five and six, you know, those are successes. Oh, yeah, that's not um, right. yeah. Three and four are just neutral, and then one or two are bad. Bad. Fails. Yeah, I mean, the lower you go, and the worse it's going to get. Yeah. But I think that uh, I'm trying to, there's a. I want to say Savage Lands is that way too that uses D6s. I want to say that I think so too. I think Savage Lands does a D6 as well. And I think that that's also a um, the the Wild West one does does D6s as well. So there's so many. There's for everything. I mean, you can go any genre. Be it post-apocalyptic to high fantasy and get a different system. I guess one of the things that I really like about the TTRPG um, community right now is you can basically adapt any system to anything. So if you want something that is along the lines of, let's say, True Blood, you know, um, obviously I'd probably lean more towards the Vampire the Masquerade in that aspect. But that doesn't mean that you couldn't do something like a D20 system. No. Or one of my favorite ones that I've um, 
just recently found I'm a huge fan of Final Fantasy X. Supposedly I'm in the minority with that one, but we'll leave that discussion for another time. Um, but there is a... Um, someone online created an entire system um, using the D20 system so you can play in the world of Spira. Really? So mm-hmm. a D20 system Final Fantasy? Mm-hmm. And you have, like, the different um, classes, you know, the summoner, the um, fighter, taking the place of everyone. Yeah. So, I mean, you you can do just about anything. You can find just about anything because people are being creative and make it. I mean, that's why I love things like DMs Guild, where they're building whole worlds and whole systems, putting them out, putting them out for people either for free so like yeah. pay, pay as you want or like five bucks. You're getting a whole system that this person birthed from their mind. Yeah, I mean, I like DMs Guild. It definitely gives you a little bit more options, um, especially for more homebrews, mm-hmm. which I personally like a little bit me more. Too. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the sanctioned like from big companies like, you know, Wizards of the Coast and stuff like that. But there's so many people out there making their own things that are unique with using combinations of die and like combination of D20 in another system or just, you know, it's a D20 system, just like, you know, Final Fantasy. It could be anything. Like I ran a air quotes Castlevania uh, esque uh, one shot. What? Last Friday? Oh, yeah. And that one. was a D20 system. Yeah, but that was, though. that's more of like a module than yeah. um, like a whole new system. Yeah. Um, I definitely, as I said, I do find the D20 system to be a little bit easier to use. I think it's, in my opinion, it is the easiest, easiest one to use. But I'm also quite partial to the D10 system, like Vampire the Masquerade. Masquerade. I mean, um, I, the more I play Vampire, the more I enjoy it. It's the same thing with Call of Cthulhu. I am enjoying that just as much or more as a D20 system. Mm-hmm. Because it is a life and death around every corner. Well, with those two, this, as I said, the stakes are higher. So, right. I mean, you can easily is die. That, is that a vampire pun? Stakes are higher. I thought I was like, maybe. maybe that's your one pun for the day. That's the one pun for the episode. <laughs> we only get one. I like my steak medium, rare, rare, rare. or blue. Do you like it blue? No, the last steak I got was almost blue, which was blah. Oh no, oh, I'm not a steak person, anyways, but. Um, besides that, uh, there is L5R, which, um, let me look that up, honestly. I don't remember exactly, uh, what, um... I believe it's a D10 system. I think it's a D10 system as well. I'm trying to see here. See, the one time I played Legend of the Five Rings... I kind of came in because I think I worked late. I think you did work late that day. And I just played a blind whore you that... You did play a blind whore. ...kicked ass. You did. It was awesome. I'm looking at this now, and from what I can see, 
It looks like it, I don't know, there's some D6s in there too, it looks like. But it okay. looks like they have their own dice pack. Well, most of them do. Yeah, this one has their own dice pack, but I think you can use D10s. Uh, yes, it uh, come with 10. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say exactly what kind of dice, though. Like, It might be a combination of like D10 and D6. Yeah. As I said, that's one that I, I haven't played a whole lot of. Uh, we didn't play too much. I think we did a, a few sessions, uh, but I don't think we did too, too many. Um, God, I can't even remember how many sessions we actually played. I mean, it was enough to get a taste of the game and how it worked itself. And I'm trying to see exactly what kind of dice it is. But I'm going to guess it's a D10 system. Uh, if uh, any of you know more than we do, please feel free to give us uh, you know, a comment on this so that we definitely know more next time. Uh, besides that, you know, I've played mostly the D20 system. As of recently, I have been broadening my horizons on when it, uh, on different systems. But for the majority of my TTRPGing, it's been uh, the D20 system. I would say in the last two years, I've probably uh, delved into other, um, uh, you know, systems. There is the uh, space one we played too. It was, I think, it was a Star Wars one. That there, also, there is a Star Wars. Um, I think that's RPG. Savage Lands. Yeah, I think that's Savage Lands, and I think that's either D six or D ten as well. And there's also the Lord of the Rings RPG. Did we do that one too? No, I because like you are did. completely anti our uh, uh, Lord of the Rings. Spoilers, audience. I am not, and I am sorry for this. I am not a big Lord of the Rings fan. I love the lore. I just uh, a story for another time. Yeah, um, this looks like it is a D twelve and D six, which is what that's the L five R. No, this is the Legend of the Five Rings. Let's or no, not um, um, uh, Lord, Lord of the Rings. Rings. Oh, okay. Too well, many rings. Too many rings. So many rings. Um. I mean, I w- I guess I'm trying to try as many as possible, so I guess I wouldn't be totally against it, but it would just, to me, feel like just another high fantasy with different dice. Yeah, but what's wrong with that? I've played so much high fantasy in my life. You know you want more. Probably. Um, I go through my phases of wanting high fantasy and then not wanting high fantasy. I think one of the best things about like this particular time is they all have, well, at least I know, Legend of the Five Rings, Dungeons and Dragons, not so much Vampire the Masquerade that I know of, but definitely Call of Cthulhu. Um, they all have starter sets. Oh, so yeah, you, can, you get can get started playing for next to nothing. nothing. I mean, D&D, you can get a starter set for like, what, 12 bucks? No, I think that normally they're like 25, but I think there's one. I thought, Amazon, there, I thought there was one cheaper than that. No, Amazon sells them for cheaper. Yeah, that's what I'll say. But Amazon, you can probably find them on Amazon, but please, if you can, support your brick and mortar stores. Yeah, support uh, small businesses. Please support. I mean, no, there's nothing. Here's the thing there's nothing wrong with getting things off of Amazon, mm-hmm. but if you can go to a local gaming store, Please do that. Please support them. There's not many left. 
And we we personally support a few local gaming shops. Don't get me wrong. It is very tempting to buy things on Amazon, especially since a lot of the, you know, like the Explorer's Guide to Wild Mount normally is, you know, 50 bucks. Right. So, I mean, I do understand because you get it for almost half the price. I feel like, though, if I we go to a, a, a store, like we go to Zeke's or we go to, like, uh, Just for Fun or something like that, and there's a copy there... I might just buy it there. Well, I mean, I buy, buy it, most of my stuff at the game stores. Yeah, Mine as well. So that's probably where I'm going to get my mm. copy. Uh, especially now since, you know, they're not shipping anything that's non-essential items. Yeah, quarantine point. season. Uh, so uh, that's that. I, I mean... But anyway, as I said, um, a lot of them have, a lot of different game systems have the starter packs. Yeah. Which you can have absolutely no knowledge of uh, the game, and it just helps you start I mean, playing you with people. I mean, the Rick and Morty one yeah. for D&D, and that's not that much. That's yeah, maybe they're, they're all about bucks. 25 bucks. 20 bucks. It's, it's, it's a little, and it comes with that came with two sets of dice in it like it came with two sets of dice it came with two sets of full hmm. dice and i think now you can get the basic D set and that comes with like a full set of dice yeah usually they come with a full set yeah, of dice so that's it's nice that you get and there's several starter kits several including one large like starter kit from D that you can get that mm-hmm. has like pre-made sheets and like all that stuff so you don't have to really roll them roll it out yeah if you don't want to if you have no idea if you're a novice if you're just getting them let's say you're a parent and you want to try to do something with your kids and they may or may not like high fantasy Getting a quick starter kit that has some dice, pre-made characters, so that you really don't have to do much, is a great idea. Um, all other dice systems, I'm trying to think. I know with the Fate dice system, there's a couple different um, books, and those really aren't that expensive. They're not, not as much either. as um, the Dungeons & Dragons books. Um, but... I can't remember. I know they don't. I don't think they have any like starter packs. I'm trying to remember if there's any. I'm sure that I don't think starter packs, but there are like starter book adventures Mm -hmm. that are not too bad, which you could probably just like buy a set of dice. Yeah. And then inside the book, there are character sheets you can copy. Oh, yeah. Um, Because I know with like the Dresden file one. Um, it's fairly simple to start up. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I will say about, like, um, per- in particular, the Dresden File book is you don't have to know anything about Dresden Files. It does contain spoilers, so if you haven't finished the series, I do warn you that. Yeah. Um, but it gives you a lot of backstory. Um, actually, I think the first, what, quarter of the book was all background and all the main characters. <laughs> On, like, White Wolf, where it's all background? Oh God! What's that? <laughs> we should we should do another another uh, podcast on just the way the books are set up. I think that that would be great because the layout of the White Wolf Publishing is absolutely spectacular. Oh, I love it! It's great, but the way that it is organized <laughs> is a little crazy. Is um maybe almost they, schizophrenic. Maybe they do that on purpose, just to, like put you in that mind frame. Uh, apparently. I was just remember reading uh, Vampire the Masquerade, the book, the first time, and thinking, I know I'm dyslexic, 
but I have to be missing something. Uh, yeah. And it was like five chapters in. That's crazy. No, I... Besides that, I mean, I haven't myself particularly played too many systems. I think I... I don't have enough brain compartments to hold all the different uh, role-playing systems that are out there. I think we do need to diversify a little bit more. A little bit more, I think. But also, it's one of those things where if you have a playgroup and you want to start an actual campaign, you really need to stick with one system. One system. Like, with us, since we do a little bit more, I think if we had, like, a night where we just play different games... I think that would be fine, but I think you'd almost need to set aside a night for your main campaign and then have a night for more exploratory. Right. Like, well, tonight we're going to do Savage Lands, or tonight we're going to do Vampire the Masquerade, or tonight we're doing L5R, or whatever we want to do that isn't a D20 system. Nothing that's against a D20 system, but if your main campaign is a D20 system and you're playing that every week, maybe... Having another night where you play another system that isn't that mm-hmm. will kind of be broadening your horizons. And who knows, you, your group may be like, well, I really, really like this. I like this even more than our D20-centric uh, uh, campaign. You're like, well, what would you rather have? Would you rather have a D20 system or would you rather have the you know D10 system of Call of Cthulhu? I would say... Well, your best bet is to play a couple. If you're just starting a game group, you start up, play a couple, pick up a couple of the starter kits, maybe go through a couple um, sessions of each. Yeah. Uh, you really need about, in my opinion, two to three sessions to really grasp yeah. the system. You can do a one shot, make it three hours. But I say maybe doing a couple sessions of the same mm-hmm. thing. So you'll work, really work on a, or I mean, most of the starter kits will come with a one, basically like a one shot, or at least you can, mm-hmm. you can drag it out to make it two sessions. Well, it also most. depends on your, your play group. Play group. Our personal oh. play group is very role play heavy. And prone to fuckery. Well, I think that's every play group ever. Maybe I'm just a little more apt to you guys just like, oh, you you forked out all this stuff. And it's like, and that's just right out the window. There are four steps. Make the plan. Execute the plan. Expect the plan to go wrong. Throw away the plan. Throw the plan. Every time. (laughs) Every Every time. time. Yeah. So, I mean, that's my experiences with uh, all of the, the, the systems I have played. There's so many more out there that I have not, uh, but I plan on trying to uh, explore more. I mean, hey, we've got plenty of time at the moment, right? so I might as well. So what do you guys think? What is your favorite system? Go ahead and leave us a comment on Twitter, and we may uh, think about playing it sometime. Until next time, I'm Scully. And I'm Jameson. And join us next Tuesday when we talk to the Plague Doctor about the importance of washing your hands. Ta-ta! Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to keep the conversation going, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 
omidnightroll. Also, feel free to like, rate, and review us wherever podcasts are located. Until next time, good morning and momentum mori.